This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Blake Butler. And Blake is the owner of Canterbury Capital Wealth Management here in Tuscaloosa. Blake, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I was, I'm excited to have you in this studio and um, to have you tell us more about Canterbury Capital Wealth Management. Tell us all I'm about excited it. Blake. To be here also. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so uh, Canterbury Capital, we started in 2009, um, and we have an eight-person team based out of Tuscaloosa. I mean, we also uh, have an office in Mobile, and we have clients in 28 different states and in three different countries. So um, that's that's pretty much the 30,000-foot view, and I can tell you more details as we go. Well, tell us, I mean, tell us about, um, about your journey. Tell us how you ended up in wealth management. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, I'm one of those unique people that, that from a very early age, I always knew uh, that I wanted to do this. I mean, I think it probably started out as, you know, I was always good at math. Um, and then my uncle actually was in the industry. Uh, he actually worked for a uh, mutual fund and then, he is um, in the, I guess, investment industry uh, in in Georgia. So I think his experience with whether it be the stock market or just finance in general uh, really got me started as far as you know a little bit of knowledge of, at a very young age uh, and and experience with it. And I just always really enjoyed it. So it, and. And thought it was interesting and fun. And, and again, I was I was always just naturally gifted in, in in math. So it always just fit my my personality and what I enjoy to do. Well, just out of curiosity, at what point do you need a wealth management manager? Who needs a wealth manager and at what point do you need one? Well, I mean, I think I think everybody's situation is unique, unique and different. So I don't think it you know you can't start too early to, you know, hire and, and meet people from a wealth management standpoint. I mean, it really just depends on the goals uh, that you have. Um, so, I mean, anytime that you need help, you know, or have questions financially and, and anything from a financial planning standpoint, whether it's, you know, I'm a, you know, young professional just starting out or I am somebody that's, that's in their 60s ready to retire or if it's somebody in their 80s and 90s that that need help from a um, wealth transfer standpoint. So there's there's really no magical age or time. I, I think it's a good time, you know, to meet and, and hire somebody to help from a wealth management standpoint if you have any, you know, financial goals. So why? Why would you need a wealth manager? Well, I think that the one of the main reasons is, you know, there's a there is a wealth of of you know things that that you can do from a financial planning wealth management standpoint um, 
And it's hard to know, you know, if you're not, you know, educated in the industry, uh, exactly which way to go, right? I mean, there's there's lots of different strategies, lots of different options, um, lots of different reasons you would do things in certain ways. Uh, and I think, you know, being able to hire somebody with knowledge experience in the industry to help you navigate what your goals and objectives are, it, it, it's very similar to you know, using any professional, whether it be a physician or accountant or uh, attorney or, or whoever you're using that specializes in that area. Um, there's so much out there that is available for somebody to do from a wealth management and financial planning standpoint that I think the main reason is it's hard to know everything. So, so hiring somebody and, and delegating that to them so that you know you can do what you do know and enjoy, I think, is probably the main reason. Well, why would I why would I choose Canterbury Wealth Management over, say, Charles Schwab? What 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 do you have to offer that would make you the choice if I had um if I had the um the the need for a wealth manager, why would I choose Canterbury Wealth Management? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question. Um I think we're unique because we have a large team of experts here. Um, most of the time in the industry, what I see uh, is people work in silos is what I call them. You know, there's, and a lot of the clients, when we meet them in the beginning, um, this is what their situation looks like. They have, you use Charles Swab as an example. They have a, uh, let's call it a stockbroker, Charles Swab. They have a, uh, a banker. They have a tax attorney. They have an accountant. They have an insurance person um, and they may have, you know, a couple other things. And none of those people are talking to each other. I think what's unique about, you know, Canterbury Capital is we have expertise and experience in all those areas. So, you know, we can really get our hands wrapped around all those things to make sure that they're working, you know, together. And I think that's really unique. Um, You know, we have. Uh, you know, uh, an investment analyst on staff at the office that has conversations with clients. We we have a group of business estate and tax attorneys um, that our clients have access to. So uh, I think the biggest difference or what I see in the industry and why everybody really enjoys, you know, working with us, or I think that what makes us different is we have a lot of expertise and experience in all areas from a wealth management standpoint. We're not just you know, the investment advisor or stockbroker, we're not just the uh, the tax attorney, we're not just the insurance person, we're not just the banker. Uh, we can pretty much do all those things. And so having one place to come to that has expertise and making sure all those things are working together to accomplish the goals and the dreams that the clients have, I think that really sets us apart in the industry. That's amazing, Blake. That's like holistic healthcare for your finances. That's right. That's a great way to great analogy. It's a great way to put it. That's amazing. So um, do you have you come across any misconceptions that people have about your industry, about wealth management? Yeah, I mean, I I think there's a few. Um, I I think people sometimes think that it is too late to start. I think that's one. Um, and, And that's just not true. I mean, you know, it's never it's never too late to start 
and and we have we have clients all over the board, right? I mean, we have people that that you know that are you know young physicians that they think they're starting too late because you know they have such a long time from an education standpoint. Um, we have people that don't do any wealth management that are sixty five that sell their business um, and then need a lot of help, and you know we have people that just they never slow down long enough to do it until they turned 55. And then they were like, Oh my goodness, I only have 10 years before uh, I want to retire. So uh, there's no magical age and, and it's not too late. Um, I think that's probably one. I think that's one that people sometimes worry about. And then they come in here and we meet and uh, they probably feel a little bit better after they leave. Uh, Cause we can certainly, you know, educate them and, and tell them and show them, um, you know, that they're not too late to the game or anything like that. Uh, I think that's probably one big one. I'm sure there's more, um, but I think that's probably one big one. It's amazing what you can do in your life, no matter what your age is, if you establish goals and um, and a process for getting there. Um, that makes it all possible. And it sounds like that's exactly what you do. You have the whole process in place. They don't have to reinvent the wheel. You've, you've got this. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I mean, some of the most successful people in history didn't start until, you know, a later age. I mean, there's there's lots of uh, lots of people that didn't start until their fifties or either early sixties that that are incredibly successful. So um, I don't I don't think it matters at all. You know, whether it's you're young or mid age or later on in years, that you know, I think the goal is to get started and to accomplish whatever you're trying to set out. We can do that no matter no matter how late you start or early you start. Well, it sounds like you're immersed in this, but there must be another part of your life, Blake. What do you do for fun when you're not working? Yeah, so that's always a good, fun, fun question. I mean, I do love what I do. Um, you know, I'm also one of those unique people that that I really love what I do. I mean, I, I would do it every single day and, and be happy it's going to be. But yeah, I certainly have hobbies. I mean, um, you know, family time is really important. You know, I'm, I'm married with a, as a matter of fact, she turns 16 month old tomorrow. So that uh, she takes, my daughter takes a lot of time up uh, and she's also a lot of fun, you know, uh, spending time with friends. Some of my greatest friends, you know, we met first and as, as in the business world, you know, they became a client and then, you know, we have a lot of the same interest and in, in goals and in, in life, uh, you know, morals and values and all that kind of stuff. So, so we've become really good friends. I love being outdoors. Um, that's always a lot of fun. And, you know, you can't live in Tuscaloosa or Northport and not be an Alabama uh, sports fan. So obviously uh, we enjoy, you know, Alabama football and all the other sports. So um, I would say all, all of that pretty much takes up, takes up all my time, but I really, you know, I really love running, running the firm and, and it's fun and, that doesn't, I mean, obviously there's challenges and, and all that good stuff, but it's, I love what I do. So, uh, that's, that's part of, you know, what, what makes it easy, you know, because I really enjoy it. I enjoy the relationship with the clients. I enjoy the, uh, complexities of what we do on a daily basis. So, um, but other than that, it's, it's, you know, family's probably family's number one. And then, then, you know, being outdoors and, and enjoying, a little bit of Alabama football when I have time to do it. Well, you sound like a lucky man, Blake. Well, I agree um, with that. So 
how about how about we switch to um we just go to the other end of the pole and talk about um what it is that that brought you here is there is there a um a hardship or a life challenge that made you the person that you are that has these priorities oh um that's a that's a that's a really interesting and, and deep, deep question um there's probably tons of examples of of adversity and things that have come up, you know, over the years, I can't, you know, pick one, but I always say this, you know, you only grow to the extent of adversity that you face. Um, and, you know, running any business, whether it's in, in this industry or anything else, I mean, there's always challenges. Um, and, and I, I think that, you know, we really just embrace that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, daily challenges and adversely weekly, annually. <laughs> uh, there's probably some all the time. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if there's one specific thing I can pick out over the last, you know, 15 years or so or, or been in business or even before that. Um, but I will say that I, I know there's tons of them. Uh, it's just, we just try to take, you know, whatever those challenges are and we understand that, you know, like I said, we got to say this all the time to the team, you know, we only grow to the extent of adversity that we face. So, you know, we don't, we don't mind challenges. I mean, I think one of, one of the people that I, that I love to listen to is John Maxwell. He says everything worthwhile is uphill. That's very true. So uh, we talk about climbing the mountain around here. So um, there's probably a thousand different things that I could say over the last you know, 15, 20 years, but I can't think of one specific thing, but we just enjoy the challenges and adversity and try to take them out. I agree with you. It's not, it's not the challenge. It's the attitude with which you embrace the challenge that, um, that makes people the person that they are. Um, that's a, um, I, I just, I really have to, I really have to admire that. A lot of people try to avoid challenges. Sounds like you embrace them. So what's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about um, Canterbury Wealth Management? What do you want to leave us with? Yeah, uh, well, I think most people probably would expect me to answer that question and talk about, you know, how good the experience is, you know, when they when they meet with this or, you know, our investment returns or, you know, how how educated and smart and, and experienced all the people on the team are. Um, and, th- and those are all really important things. I, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not discounting them. I, I think the main thing, if I had to pick one thing that maybe the clients don't know that I wish they knew, I wish they knew how much we really cared and how much we want to accomplish the goals and objectives that they have. Um, I mean, I think we sometimes care as much if not, you know, more than they do about their financial situation. And we really want to do things here, you know, and, and perfect, you know, perfect. Right. Um, we really strive to be excellent and, and do everything we can to make sure our clients are accomplishing what their goals and dreams are. So if I had to pick one thing, um, you know, it may not be what you would think, but I think if I, if I had to pick one thing, our clients would really know, how much we care about them and and their situation and wanting them to be successful financially. 
It sounds like when you go to Canterbury Wealth Management, you get a community, a whole new set of of, of people who care about you on a level that maybe you've never been, maybe you've never been nurtured before. Absolutely. That's absolutely the goal for sure. So how can listeners learn more about Canterbury Wealth Management? How can they contact you? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, our website is CanterburyCapitalWealth.com. So they can certainly go to our website at any time. Uh, uh, we're also on you know, social media, whether it be Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all of those platforms. Uh, you know, our, our main office is downtown Tuscaloosa. Um, we're in the Synovus Field. It's 2200 Jack Winter Parkway. They can come by any time. Um, and our office number is you know, 205-444-1460. They can call anytime. So we would love to meet anybody that, that, we, that thinks they would, that we could be of service and bring value to them and help them. Blake, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for coming by the studio and telling us about Canterbury Capital Wealth Management. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for having me. And thanks so much for what you do. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.